Welcome to Behind the Membership Season 2, Episode 9. In this episode, I'm talking with Tara Dawn from Uncork Your Dork and the Wham Bam Business Plan. Tara has had her membership for over a year now, and in this episode, we're talking about why she moved from Teachable to WordPress for her membership site, and why she's lately moved her community from an on-site forum to Mighty Networks, and the effect that this has had on both her engagement and her retention. We're also talking about how Terra uses challenges and summits to market and grow her membership site, how the membership has changed her business focus, and what she's doing next to grow the membership even further. As always, there's a lot of great insights in this episode, so let's dive straight in. Welcome to Behind the Membership with Callie Willows. Real people, real stories, real memberships. Today I'm joined by Tara Dawn from Uncork Your Dork, which I have to say has to be one of my favorite business names ever. (laughs) So uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Tara. Thank you so much for having me, Callie. I am so stoked. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your membership site, like what it offers, who it's for, all the nitty gritty details. Sure. So um, I run the blog on Corky Dork and my business, my membership site actually went through a recent renaming, you know, how you start a membership and then you get a little ways into it and you're like, I picked the wrong name. <laughs> so we moved into it, but it's called the Wham Bam Business Plan now. So um, anyway, so that is the name of the business. And what I do is I help uh, small businesses who are in their first few years, you know, they've just kind of started launching and they're forming their ideas. We help them refine those ideas and then grow those ideas, grow traffic to those ideas, and then create a, um, a like a subscription-based revenue out of those ideas. And so what kind of things are you offering inside the membership? Is it courses? Is it workshops, live training? What kind of things are you providing in there? Um, so right now we are offering, the first thing that you get when you log in is you get access to a kind of, uh, to a kind of path. So in that path, it's three phases. So we walk you through the foundation phase, which is the launch phase. So we teach you how to basically take your idea and refine that idea and find that message. Cause if it's one thing I know about business, it's that most people get in there with the gusto. They, they get so excited about this idea that they have, but they don't stop to refine the idea because they, you know, and I did, I was I had the same problem when I first started. You, you, you just launch with so much enthusiasm that you think your idea is already perfect. It doesn't need any polishing or refining. And that's usually not the case. So um, we help them refine their idea, really hone in on their message and who their audience is. Um, and then the next stage is the growth stage. So that's when we start building that audience, list building, launching uh, kind of, and we also have some advanced list building techniques like summits and things like that. But we also teach you how to do amazing downloads, you know, everything to really start building your list. And then my favorite phase is the third phase and that is the profit phase. So that's where we take your ideas. Most people, um, a lot of people right now are coming up with courses and eBooks and things like that. But if it's one thing that you and Mike have taught me over the last year, it's that, you know, what's amazing is recurring revenue. Recurring (laughs) revenue is amazing. (laughs) So we actually teach them how to take those courses and those eBooks and turn them into subscription services, not necessarily memberships, although we do link to a lot of your posts <laughs> inside of the membership. Um, but um, I teach them more how to do everything from masterminds to uh, stock packs, you know, if they're artists and things like that. So really simple recurring revenue streams that they can launch, you know, in, in the next week, basically. That sounds awesome. So you really take people from kind of idea to revenue, essentially. 
Yes. Yeah. My, my big, yeah, definitely. My, my kind of the way I got started in memberships was, um, I think very similar to the way a lot of people get, or not, yeah, the way a lot of people get started in business is that, you know, you have this amazing idea. You don't quite think, think it through. You don't quite polish it like we're talking about. And then you launch this amazing in your head product that you haven't really tested the waters for, you know? So when you launch, you get a little bit depressed because it makes, you know, 200 bucks. And you're like, that's all. That's like one trip to the grocery store. That is <laughs> not going to do anything for me, you know? And so I really quickly realized that, um, you know, my emotional level was going up and down and up and down and up and down. And I needed in my business, that was my huge issue. I had things that I had to fix, but my huge problem, my huge hole was that my income was either great. I could launch something and have $6,000, but then the next month I either wouldn't launch anything and I'd make $200 or I'd launch something and I'd launch it incorrectly or a button wouldn't work or something like that. And I'd make $200. So it was totally inconsistent. And so I got into memberships to help with that consistency. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I wanted my whole membership goal is to help people at that stage, help people say, I've got this amazing idea, but I need to fix the consistency issue with my income. So yeah. Nice. And you mentioned that you've kind of recently kind of rebranded, renamed the membership. Yeah. Did that come with a change in focus as well? Or was it literally just changing the name? It did. So um, I've actually been in business in some aspect for the last 10 years. I was a big time SEO fanatic. I absolutely love search search engine optimization. Man, I cannot say that. (laughs) I've only been saying it for like 12 years. Um, (laughs) I'm huge SEO fan. There you go. Um, but so there's actually an entire course inside of membership on SEO, but, um, I realized really quickly, especially after launching uncork your dork, uh, three years ago, I started off in the SEO game. And then I realized that I really wanted to focus more on just traffic in general. So I wanted to focus on social media. And then after launching really quickly after launching the membership, actually, I realized I wanted to niche down a little bit farther. So yeah, the rebrand kind of came with a pivot. We were originally the bloggers guide to traffic, which still was kind of, it kind of, the name always kind of reminded me of one of those like proper manuals, which I actually love. I think that that's really dorky and funny and, but it wasn't fitting with the brand and the message that I wanted to go to. It was pretty direct. Like this membership is about traffic. And since we've niched down just a little bit farther, I thought I would name it something a, that, um, is a little bit more on brand with how we, we have a very kind of, um, superhero vibe, I guess. I, it's kind of superhero vintage comic book not totally superhero. Anyways, it's really fun. But the Wham Bam business plan is so much more on key with that. Plus, it'll give us room to grow and and change and pivot, you know, years down the road if we need to. So yeah. Awesome. And I I love your branding. I have to say, I think I've said that to you before, but I remember (laughs) you sharing like screenshots when you first redid the graphics and things in the academy. And yeah, yeah, your your branding is wonderful. And as I said, I love the name Uncork Your Dork and Wham Bam Business Plan fits perfectly with that as well, I think. So yeah. Yeah. And how long ago did you actually launch the membership then? So I launched the membership. I actually had to look this up because I knew you were going to ask me this, but I I launched it. You get so into it. I'm like, I launched it years ago. I actually launched the first version of it, not on my WordPress platform, um, in January of last year. So this has been a really fast paced year for me. Like I, I, I kid you not when I say it feels like I've been running a membership for the last five years, but in Corky Dork's only been around for three or four years now. I forget. I I have not looked up that date. It's only been around for three or four years. And the membership is just a little over a year old. The membership idea, it's like a year and three months old at this point in time. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's a little baby, a little baby, but it's, 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 oh God, I love it so much. <laughs> I love my baby. <laughs> you mentioned there as well that you didn't originally start the membership on WordPress. What were you originally using and what made you decide to change? So my, I, I'm definitely one of those proponents of just launch it, just get your idea together and get it done. In fact, I'm really bad about getting an idea and like launching it that evening. Like I will stay up till three o'clock in the morning until I can get something out there uh, just because I'm so excited about that idea. And so when I initially launched, I was working on a lot of challenges. I absolutely adore challenges. Um, and so uh, what I decided to do was take these four big challenges that I launched and put them as content inside of the membership and just get it out there and then focus on, you know, how, how to run a membership and what to do with it after that. So my initial thought was, I'm just going to create a recurring revenue. It actually, to be honest, it wasn't even a thought of, I'm going to start a membership. It was more of a, I'm going to create a recurring revenue. So I initially launched on Teachable, which had just launched their subscription um, ability. They just came out with that new feature of being able to subscribe and get, re you know, repeat payments. So I put it out there and I actually initially got about 150 people, you know, in there because I launched it to my group, got about 150. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It was so excited. I think I launched it for 20 bucks. So I was very, very excited. And I was already coming up with different courses and different things that I wanted to put in there. And then I realized really, really quickly that I wanted to do so much more. Teachable is a wonderful platform, but it's got one purpose to hold your content and to take payment for your content. That's, that's really the, and it, and it does that really, really well. <laughs> but, um, there was no room for me to create that community. There was no room. It, when you got into teachable, it didn't feel like a community. It felt like a course and I didn't want that feeling. So, um, I quickly started figuring out, try to what, what my next step was. And I kid you not, I literally typed into Google how to start a membership. And guess what I found, Callie? Guess what I found? <laughs> I found the member, the member site guys. So uh, the membership guys. So anyways, um, I read like, I think I read two of your blog posts and then I was like, yeah, done, sold. Where's that sign up button? I saw it in the sidebar a second ago. <laughs> so I went and I got signed up and I haven't looked back. Like you guys have helped form everything inside of my membership, you know, even if I haven't done exactly what you've recommended, you've helped me figure out what was perfect for my community. And I've absolutely loved it. So yeah, that's kind of, I went from teachable straight over to, um, WordPress, WordPress with member press and, uh, the member only theme, which I absolutely adore. So <laughs> awesome. And so what place does the membership site actually have in your business? Is it a full-time project for you? Are you offering other services and products as well? How's it, how does it fit in? In all honesty, that's been one of the best things about running a membership site is the fact that, so um, to answer your question briefly, it's everything. Like my membership site is the core of everything that I do. And initially when I started, like I said, I put everything in Teachable and I kind of thought, you know what, I'm just going to just keep adding stuff over there. It'll be kind of a great, you know, main product, but a side product. I wasn't looking at it as being the business. And then once I got it over into um, WordPress, it quickly became the business. But what I'm, so, what I love about it so much is that as an entrepreneur, and I think almost everyone in your audience will be able to understand this, you get a new idea, like once a week. And you're like, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I want to create this course. I want to create this free training. I want to create this. Oh my God, that will work so well. Um, and, but, but the problem is, is that as an entrepreneur, you can't create all of those things because you don't have time to market all of those things. You have to spend a couple of weeks figuring out a marketing plan for a new course and, you know, getting all of that in place with the membership. What I love about it is I can, 
get an idea, run it by my community. My community says yay or nay or crickets, <laughs> one of the two, one of the three. Um, and then I can go on ahead and create that, you know, that week. It's, it's, it's absolutely, and I don't have to try to go out and find a new audience for it. I already have an audience who's excited to get that content. So it's fun. It's really fun. And it, yeah, it's, I get to create things more for my audience instead of myself and my brain. You know what I mean? Instead of getting excited and then reaching nobody. I have people to launch to. It's so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you get that instant feedback as well. And that instant gratification, which I think is you know, for me, I'm definitely not a fan of delayed gratification. So. <laughs> you know what the worst feeling is, is when you create something that you absolutely love and then no one buys it. The worst part is not the fact that you're not getting income in. It's the fact that no one is seeing this amazing thing that you've created. You're like, okay, I'll give it to you for free. Just try it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so hard. So anyways, I absolutely love being able to launch to a ready-made, already paying, already excited audience. That's that's been literally one of the best things ever. <laughs> awesome. So what would you say has actually been your biggest challenge when it comes to the membership then? Um, in all, okay. So I actually have two big challenges. One is marketing and I, and I've actually heard other people on your show talk about this as well. And I remember the first time I think I heard it was, I can't remember his name, but it was the guy that he, he runs the music. Um, John. And, the music club. Yeah. And he talked about it. He said, marketing is difficult because I originally thought that being able to market one product would be easier. Time-wise, yes, because I'm focusing on one thing. I'm not having to switch gears so many times. But um, it there is another deeper level of trying to connect. It's insane. Like you can't just put it out there and everyone buys. Like I've seen, I've seen a huge decrease in the number of people. If I just send out an email saying, you know, you know, originally when I would send out an email for a course, I would get, you know, a certain number of people buying. Now, when I send out an email for a membership, I get a significantly smaller number of people, you know, probably because they hear me talk about it all the time. So they already know it exists, (laughs) but also because I do think that there's that other level of, yeah, I'm going to keep your credit card on file and I'm going to charge you every single month for it. So it is a little bit hairy to some people. It's a little bit, you know, scary, but so that's been a huge thing. Um, and we're starting to do some amazingly awesome things that are showing really great results. So I'm super excited for that. But, uh, the other issue is organization. I'm a really organized, like A, B, C, D, E, like I'm very linear person. And when I launched the membership initially, I launched it in Teachable and then I had to move everything over. And then I started slowly pivoting and growing my, my, um, my content. And I realized really quickly that it was messy. Like, it was organized because you could log in and you can see all of the courses and all of the, you know, all of the, where everything was laid out, but there was no clear direction on where you should turn, where you should go. So that's why we've started, you know, we started putting everything in the kind of the success path. So when you log in, you know exactly where to go and where to start next and you know, where it's going to not necessarily end, but where the end goal is kind of a thing. Um, So luckily we're working on that, but those have been my two biggest struggles has been most definitely marketing. And then the feeling of not, even as the, even as the creator, not feeling like I knew where people were going in the membership, you know what I mean? So um, that's been something we've definitely been working on this last year. Okay. And so if they're the challenges, what's been your favorite thing? What's, what's made it all worth it for you? Well, I've already mentioned the fact that I get to just literally create and 
get my, my creation out there. Like if I'm excited about something, I get to get it out there. Um, but the other thing has been, and I know probably everyone says this, but the community, oh my gosh. So I have a free Facebook group and it's great and it's active and people are, they're, they're talking in there, but I absolutely love, um, my, my private community, my members only community. They're always in there chatting. They're always in there asking questions. They, they poll each other. There's a poll feature. So they always poll each other. Um, we post a lot of links. This is one of my, one of the things that I've always been a fan of is sharing outside ideas, outside work. So we don't just keep it to the articles that I post on my blog. We, uh, we post everything from you guys. We post things from people who are doing stuff on YouTube, people who are, you know, we post, I post anything that I think will help them regardless of where it comes from. Um, and so that's been really, really fun because the community starting to do the same thing. If they find an article, if they get something in their inbox, they're like, oh, that's a great read. You know, and it's great because we're starting to get articles from small names, big names, medium names, and we're starting to, you know, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like we're growing the community outside of the membership as well. It's been really, really fun. So. Awesome. And I know you recently moved the community over to Mighty Networks as well, didn't you? I did. <laughs> I did. We originally had a forum style community and it was, it was one of those things where people would pop in and, and I think part of it was me too. I don't participate in many forums, so I don't have that forum culture about myself. And so it was hard for me to moderate and get people excited about a forum if I'm not quite sure what I'm doing in there either. I'm definitely, I grew up on social media that's where it's at for me. So um, what the forum was initially was people would come in, they would introduce themselves, they would get initially excited about the forum, they would ask a question, and then they would leave and they wouldn't come back. And so the forum really was kind of crickets. You get an initial little burst and then crickets. So um, I knew that that was, I knew that I wanted to build a community around the membership and not just have it being kind of like a little side project, which is kind of what it was at the time. Cause like I said, my mind wasn't in it either. So um, I started doing some research online and I found Mighty Networks, which um, to anyone listening is a little, um, to anyone listening who doesn't know, is a little kind of, it's a, it's a platform owned by Mighty Networks, basically. And um, you go in, you create your own kind of, it's kind of like creating your own Facebook is, is kind of the way I equate it. Not a Facebook group, but literally like your own social media platform. It comes with a phone, you know, um, widget thing. What do you call them? Application. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm like plug in widget. No, none of those things. Application. <laughs> it's a phone application. So if I'm out hanging out with friends or if I'm out running errands or if I'm at lunch, just chilling and someone in the forum posts, I immediately get a little ding on my phone and I can go in and respond really quickly. Or if I have it up, I try to always have it up on my computer. And so um, when anyone posts in there, I get a little ding or if someone joins, I get a little ding. And it's great because I can go in, I can welcome them. Um, I can be the first one there. It, it's yeah, it's just, it's fun. It's, it's a very welcoming community. And um, all of the members also have the app on their cell phone. So whenever someone comments, they can either have it set to only subscribe to certain people, subscribe when anyone posts, subscribe it when the, or, you know, uh, have it ding when the host posts. So it's fun. If I have, um, we've actually been using it for a couple of different things. So um, one of the thing that, one thing that Mighty Networks has really worked well for is if someone pauses or leaves the membership, I send them an email and I say, thank you so much for your membership. You know, if you have any questions, it's a well, way better worded than what I'm saying right now, but, <laughs> but thank you for joining them or thank you for being a part of the membership. If you have any questions. Um, and then I also tell them, we would love for you to remain as a part of the community. We'd love for you to stay an alumni 
of the community. Because what I do is whenever we post any new courses, whenever we have any summits, whenever we have any events, I make sure everyone in that community are the first people to know. Um, now, if it's an event happening inside the membership, obviously, or if it's a course, they can't get that unless they're part of the membership. But they see it. They're more aware than, you know, just an email passing through their inbox that they may or may not see. So it's been, and plus, um, most people are not quitting because they hate the content. Actually, no one, as far as I know, is quitting as quick as they hate the content. They're quitting because they're having either financial issues or they don't have time or, you know, something like that. So keeping them as a part of the community has been huge for, um, for keeping them interested in becoming a member again. And, you know, keeping them as a member of the Uncork Your York family as well, not just the membership, but the Uncork Your Dork. They have kind of a second level access kind of a thing. So it's been a blast. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that approach. And have you found, I know it's kind of early days still, but have you found that that's actually been effective for helping people to come back into the, the page side of the membership? Oh. Absolutely. The second we started doing that, we started seeing um, memberships unpaused at a higher rate. I think we've had five members unpaused in the last two weeks, which has been great. I think that has to do with, um, I've been making a lot of announcements. We have a summit coming up and I've been making a lot of announcements inside of the membership that, you know, they get full access to all the summits, which is one thing that you get inside of our membership is full access to every single summit. And um, so I think people have been unpausing because they've been seeing that inside of the community and they're like, oh yeah, I want that. So they've been unpausing to go and, you know, take advantage of all the summits that they're getting access to. So yeah, but like I said, I post it in the community. They get immediate, you know, they get immediately excited. It's not something that they're going to ignore in their inbox. So it's fun. Awesome. And you mentioned there about summits as well. So I know summits have been quite a big, a uh, big thing for you both for the membership and just in general. Yes. Uh, so how are you actually running those summits and using them to bring in new members for the site? Oh man, I could talk for another hour. On that. <laughs> <laughs> so last year we're doing kind of an experiment this year. Last year we launched a summit um, and I did it a little bit. It was my very first summit. So I did it kind of like the way most people, I think when you initially do something, you do it a little bit differently than everyone else just because you don't know any better. So um, I initially did it on the Squarespace uh, platform. And for the record, that is still the best platform to host a summit on ever. So we're doing that again this year. But what we're doing differently is instead of giving people, um, like it, last year we charged $97 to keep all of the replays. Um, it was a Squarespace member space combination. So they would log into member space and then get access to all of the summits. Um, what we're doing instead is we're hosting all of the summits. Last year's, this year's, all future summits are going to go inside of the membership area. So if you want to grab access to this year's summit, you just go into the membership area. You can watch all of those, um, all of last year's, get the Wham Bam business plan, all of the content inside of that, all the success path, all of the bonus courses and stuff like that. Um, but we did realize when we were doing this that we had to have some sort of a sense of urgency because the great thing about last year was there was a little countdown clock and it said you only got three days to get this you know this it's it's important the urgency thing is so uh what we did this year is i've got actually um vic uh, from member fixed is one of your members as well and he is my he's my oh he's my it guru i love that man so much it's ridiculous <laughs> but anyway, so what he's doing for me is he's um setting it up through member press so that after that clock ticks down this year, people have to wait two months for that content to unlock. So you get it immediately if you join before the clock ticks down, but once that clock hits zero, people, any new members will have to wait two months. They have to be a member for two months, which means they're paying twice what they are paying to get in 
you know, for the, for the summit this year. So, uh, anyways, um, it's all kind of an experiment at this stage. We've never done this before. Um, but we've already seen an increase in signups. So that's fun. (laughs) And people are loving the summit content. They're talking about it. So yeah, I think, um, I think it's really great so far. So far it's a success. I don't know what the final numbers are, but so far it's a success. (laughs) Awesome. You'll have to let us know how the final numbers work out for you. Oh, you know, I'm going to be adding to that huge post. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that's the post that just keeps on going. It's a lot. I I didn't mean for it to, but it just won't end. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, and so, Aside from the summits then, is there anything in particular that you found has been working really well for increasing the growth of the membership? Uh, Yeah, actually challenges. Like I said, I've always been kind of a challenge. Um, Actually, for a very brief second, I still think this was an amazing idea. But for a very brief second, I wanted to create a membership all about launching challenges. And I still think that would be such, I may just start a second membership. That may just be (laughs) the best but seriously, I actually created an entire course about it. Um, I have a course inside of the membership that you can, like I said, I put everything in the membership. So there's a course all about um, launching challenges and profiting from challenges. But I launched a challenge um, uh, three months ago, and it was a tools challenge. I went over, it was uh, like five days of tools, basically. Um, And it got really great reviews. And we saw a really great, a really large number of people join the summit around that time. I think we had, it was a five-day event, and I think we had 30, 30 something people sign at that point. It was like 36 or 37 people sign up at that point. So, uh, which is good. That's really good for us. <laughs> really, really good for us. So, um, so yeah, that was really, really exciting. That worked out really, really well. So I think, um, yeah, I think just launching challenges being, I think the huge thing, the thing that I'm learning about marketing is you can't just set it and forget it. You can't, you know, there is a certain amount of automation to marketing, but you have to be present. You have to be talking in the group, in the limelight, you know, in front of people. And so and that's why I think that, that that's why challenges work so well. We had a little Facebook group. We launched, I actually, I know you guys did something really similar because I was part of your challenge. So I know you guys did something <laughs> similar. <laughs> that was a fun challenge. Um, I think I launched mine actually right after you guys ended yours. I ended up launching mine, but, um, but anyways, yeah, so that's uh, challenges have been really, really big for us. And uh, we're going to be launching as soon as this summit is over, we're going to be launching, we're going to be testing out every webinar. So we're going to be trying to do the automated webinar kind of a thing. Um, yeah, I, I heard Mike's interview on it. <laughs> I think it was last year. <laughs> so we're going to give it a shot. It's going to be fun. I'm going to do a couple of live webinars, see which one really resonates, and then try to get that one automated and up and see if we can at least get a little bit of automation going in the system. Because right now it's very hands-on. So, and I think we can be doing slightly better. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, you know, you're never going to get quite as much conversion from an evergreen webinar or an automatic webinar, but for us, it converts at 10% without us doing anything. So, yeah, and that's not, if I could just get a little automation in this process, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so how often are you actually running challenges and summits at the moment? Well, at the moment, I do two summits a year. So um, I think at the time this one airs, we will have launched the first summit in 2018 in, uh, actually it's next weekend. So technically it's May 11th through 14th. Um, and then our next one is actually going to be October. I wrote it down somewhere, but it's, I think it's October 13th through like the 15th. It's always a, a Friday through a Monday is how we launch it, but it's in October is our next one. Um, so we launched two summits a year and then, um, the haven't on a schedule so much, but this year we've launched one really great challenge. Last year we launched like seven. So <laughs> I really need to get on a schedule with the challenges, but yeah, so primarily challenges and summits two to seven times a year. <laughs> 
Awesome. And so once you've got members in the door, what are you doing to keep them engaged and coming back month after month? Huge thing has been uh, the Mighty Networks that we talked about. So just keeping them as part of the community. But like I said, and I do not advertise this except apparently on this on this show, but, <laughs> but the alumni do get to stick around in the membership, but that's not something I initially talk about. Um, but one thing that I do to keep them in is I um, create, like I said, we have the success path. So we work our way from point A kind of to to, you know, a rough conclusion. Um, I, pr- I put out a lot of content, not an insane amount. I usually put out about two to three pieces of content a month. Um, but there's always something new. There's always something fun to explore. Uh, we do something called gold diggers. So every single first of the month we go in we plan out our month, we plan out our marketing, we plan out our launches and we do that live, you know, together as as a group. So that's really fun. That's actually one of my favorite things, I think. Um, so I think the live component, um, I think, the answer to your question is the live, comp- the live component in the community right now are the, the aspects that keep people in. Um, but there's a lot of work that people go through. So definitely a lot of work. <laughs> and are you also doing things like live Q and A's and things like that as part of the membership? Um, yeah, that's more of the gold digger kind of a thing. Um, the community is the, the mighty networks community is so one-on-one that people can literally ask me a question and get an answer within five minutes. Cause I have my cell phone. So, you know, it's, it's a really, um, it's a really easy community to communicate in. So we don't do a whole lot of like Q and a live events. We have the one planned at the beginning of the month. Um, in addition, I tend to be a little bit just full honesty. My brain is, I'm, I'm a little bit of a social recluse sometimes. So I have to have the days of my events strictly on a calendar. You know what I mean? I have to say, okay, this is when this is happening. So, um, because I have to prepare myself for it. You know what I mean? So I love texting back and forth with people. I love chatting in the forums, you know, in the, in the mighty network with people. I love answering questions in my Facebook group. Um, but doing a lot of live video is just really, I get worn out. I get real worn out real fast. (laughs) So I have to make sure that I have, I keep myself in check, that I know when I'm going to be going live and when I'm going to be giving a lot of really great information. But I do post a lot of videos. I post a lot of videos walking people through steps and we make sure to cover all types of content. So we have videos, PDFs, transcripts, um, audio files, all that good stuff. So it kind of covers the gamut for anyone who wants to, you know, consume the information. (laughs) Yeah, I'm right there with you on the the approach to lives as well, though. I'm I'm the same, which is why, you know, I'm the one in the forum all the time responding to posts and Mike's the one that does the Facebook lives in the in the Facebook page. Oh, I need to get a mic. Yeah. <laughs> I highly recommend it. You should find me a mic. <laughs> uh, and so let's talk about life as an actual membership site owner now then. So what does a typical day or week look like for you now you've got the membership? So we're getting to the point in the membership now where um, I'm trying to find time to... I, I do a lot inside of the membership and it's getting to the point where it's great. It kind of, I don't want to say it runs itself because obviously I still have to be a part of it and I still have to work on it, but there's a lot of really great content in there already. And so it's not like I'm trying to build it up. You know what I mean? So at this point, um, I focus on releasing videos. I focus on events like the summits. Um, I focus on creating smaller content, not the large courses. Cause we've, I think we've got 
seven large courses in there right now that walk people through everything. Um, and then we've got a whole bunch of smaller stuff. So I, right now I'm kind of focusing on the smaller stuff. I'm focusing on really being a part of that community and making sure people are, um, being held accountable for what's going on in their business. Like I, I I'm not an accountability, an accountability buddy to everybody one-on-one, -on -one, but I do get in there and, you know, uh, try to hold them accountable for some stuff. So that's really fun. Um, so my day to day right now has been really me working because I'm excited to work and then trying to tell myself on certain days of the week, no, Tara, today you need to watch cartoons. You need to do nothing but play cell phone games and watch cartoons. <laughs> but it's been really hard because I love working on this stuff so much that I literally, I think two days ago I told, I told my boyfriend, I was like, okay, today I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to lay on my butt cartoon cell phone day. I think within 30 minutes, my brain was just excited about something new. And I, I spent the rest of the day just, I'm like, no, no, this is just easy work. This is just fun stuff. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I ended up working all day. It was sad. So I still have to take a day off this week, but, um, but I'm doing it because I love it. I'm not doing it because I have to, and I have to make rent this month and I have to do all of these things. It's not, a, I have to thing. It's, a, I want to thing, which has been groundbreaking for me because I've always loved owning a business. I love creating downloads and writing blog posts. I love doing that stuff, but there was a certain aspect of it, especially in the beginning of the business where I had to do it. You know, I had to get out that blog post because I had to put up a pin to try to get, you know, more people into the community, that kind of a thing. I had to do it. And now I do it because I want to do it. And I think that that is a huge part of being a membership owner is you're doing it for your community now. You're not just doing it for whoever might hopefully want to buy it, you know? And so it's a wonderful mind shift, mindset shift thing. So yeah, I'm starting to enjoy myself as a membership site owner, actually. So it's fun. <laughs> That's great to hear. It's definitely a game changer when you enjoy what you're doing. And as you said, you're, you're doing things because you want to, not because if you don't do it, you're not going to eat that week. Exactly. Exactly. It's not a survival anymore. <laughs> and so do you actually have a team helping you with things or are you flying solo with everything? I flew solo for a lot of it. And then I started the first, the first time I realized I can't do this solo anymore is when I started, my ideas started outgrowing my tech knowledge, basically. I'm really great at WordPress plugins, getting things initially signed, you know, set up. So, um, I started doing a little bit of research and the first thing I thought I might do was switch over from member press to member mouse. Um, and then, so I started doing a search for anyone who could help me do that. Cause I realized I couldn't do that. Um, and you know what? I don't even remember why I wanted to make that switch in the first place. <laughs> no idea. So, uh, in the member mouse forum, they have like a, a forum thing that you can go and talk to people. Um, I found a list of their suggested member mouse kind of gurus kind of guys. And Vic from MemberFix was on there. And like I said, he's one of your members as well. So I ran into him. And what's funny is I realized we'd actually chatted when I was first starting out as a member. And then I hired him on as my IT guy. And then I went back and typed his name in an old conversation of ours. I was like, oh, Vic and I knew each other before we knew each other. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I worked with Vic from MemberFix and he, first thing he did was talk me out of switching the plugins, not because MemberMouse is a bad plugin, but because that was going to be an absolute nightmare. And he said, I'm a huge MemberMouse fan, but that is going to be a huge nightmare. He said, you're going to probably lose some people along the way, which initially is what happened. Actually, we didn't talk about that at all, but when I launched on Teachable and then, uh, got that 150 people in moving them over from Teachable into WordPress, um, I probably lost 
50% of them. It was a huge number reduction. And, and, and so that would have definitely been, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. But <laughs> I wish I hadn't started on Teachable. That's what it was. Um, but so anyways, I have, I have Vic from MemberFix helps me run my IT. So I love it because if I have someone pop into my inbox and they say, Tara, I had a, you know, my payment isn't going through or something like this, or you know, if, if someone has a question, if there's a problem with member, I can shoot that straight over to Vic and get back to my creation, get back to my day. Um, I also work with um, Monica Drought, who is, I'm, I'm initiating her into the world of memberships as we speak. She's putting up some summit stuff inside the membership for me this week. So she's learning how Thrive Protect and Member Press work together. <laughs> it's fantastic. But she's, um, she is my VA, so she helps me do, she helps me keep my mind in order and, um, you know, keep my tasks all straight. And then, um, and then I, the, and then I have Zoe uh, Linda, who's on my affiliate team. So she's helping out with all the affiliates in the summit. And then after that, she's going to take over for the affiliate program and membership. And then I also, my team grew. And then I also have, and then I also have uh, Miranda Namias, who is my Pinterest manager. She really helps drive a lot of traffic into the membership. So really, um, I have an amazing team. I've been working with all of them for about uh, probably four months now. Although Vic is a little bit longer. I've been working with Vic for five or six months. So yeah. Awesome. And so overall then, what impact would you say having the memberships actually had for you? Uh, it's, it's been everything. It's actually, it's, it's absolutely been everything. Like I said, I love being a business owner. I, and I don't know how to say that without that. I love being a business owner. Like that's literally what I just, I love owning a business. I love crafting this puzzle and crafting this message. And it's not about getting money in. It's about creating something that succeeds and, and that people love, you know? Um, and so my membership before it was a struggle. I felt like I'm failing this isn't working. This isn't, I'm not creating something that people want, or I'm not marketing this the right way, or I'm not, I was failing at it. Um, but it's because I was trying to look 10 different directions at one time, you know? Uh, and with the membership that's narrowed, it's kind of like tunnel vision. Now I've been able to narrow my focus down to my membership. You know, how do I market my membership? How do I, how do I, I make my members happy, not my customers from 10 different products. How do I make my members happy? You know, I've been able to singularly focus down on everything. And uh, my boyfriend knows what I do for a living now, which is great. <laughs> my family knows what I do for a living now. It's my, my message has become very, very focused and very, very singular because I'm talking to one audience. I'm not talking to people who want to learn email and then also people who want to learn Facebook and then also people, you know, I'm, it's one audience. So it's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, so yeah, it's absolutely changed my business. It's made my business into a business and not just something I'm trying to make into a business. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's been absolutely fantastic. It's I, you couldn't, you couldn't pay me enough to try anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and so you already mentioned then that, you know, if you were starting again, you, you wouldn't have started with teachable. Yeah. Is there anything else that you wish you'd known earlier? Yeah. Um, pricing. So I, again, I think we, I think I, I told you I'm a very much of a go-getter kind of person. I launched something, I launch it that day. So initially when I launched on Teachable, I launched it 20 bucks. That was actually a great price point. I did that well. I got a little over enthusiastic because I thought, well, I'm moving over into WordPress and I'm going to be able to do huge things with WordPress because I already had all of these ideas. I'm like huge things with WordPress. I'm so excited. So I thought, I think, I think a $39 price point is going to be perfect. And I wasn't taking into account that again, when I, when I moved everyone over, 
most of them, at least half of them did not come with me. Um, one, because I raised the price. Um, no, wait, no. Cause for those guys, I, I grandfathered them in at the $20. That's what it was. So it wasn't a price thing then, but we didn't have as many members then. So me putting a $39 price tag on something where the members had already decreased and I, there was no wiggle room. I wanted, I should have started at the lower end of the pricing scale. I should have started initially on that WordPress launch at $20. And that would have given me room to grow and expand and get people excited and in at a lower tier and get the talk going. Um, you know, or, or, and even give people a little bit of a timer saying, you know, it's $20 now, but it's going to be, you know, $30 next there was no ladder for me to climb that way because I knew $39 was about, that was my perfect price point. I know that because it's where we're at now and it's the absolute, I don't want to go higher. I don't want to go lower. That's the perfect price point. But when you start at the perfect price point, there's, like I said, there's no ladder to climb. There's no way for you to offer urgency. There's no way for you to tell people, you know, the price is going up, you know? So kind of bit myself in the butt on that. One. <laughs> I wish I'd started lower and launched bigger is what I wish had happened. But yeah, you live and you learn. <laughs> and do you think you lost so many people when you transferred purely because they were having to re-sign up again? Yep, I think so. Um, I think it was a re-sign up thing. Teachable is very comfortable for a lot of people. And I think the reason people joined is because they're familiar with the Teachable platform. They were familiar with me. They'd taken these challenges. So they wanted these, these full challenges. They were interested in those challenges. So when I said, I'm moving these challenges and adding a bunch of great new content, they were like, yeah, but we just, we just want the challenges. And that would involve me going and signing up. Plus people, a lot of people may not have seen the email when it came through. So it was just a bunch of different reasons why we probably lost that. I don't, I'm almost positive. We didn't lose anybody due to, you know, bad content or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I think it was purely, I think it was purely just, you know, emails and yeah, getting people. Yeah. I think that's technical stuff. It was just technical stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so as we wrap up then, what's next for the membership? What's your, your goals for the next 12 months or so? Um, so we have the next summit coming up in October, which I am super excited about. It's going to be all about, uh, creating, I want to pull together 20 different speakers to talk about their various recurring revenue streams because, um, I own a membership. I love a membership. I wouldn't recommend, well, I, that's a lie because I do recommend other things all the time, but, um, I would recommend membership any day, but I do realize a membership is not for everybody. So, and one of the things that I've noticed in this kind of recurring revenue revolution over the last year or so is that we, you can have everything from, um, from, you know, a paid newsletter to a paid mastermind to uh, software as a service to the subscription boxes. I don't know about you, but I subscribe to like 20 billion of those things. <laughs> yeah. I'm a subscription box addict. <laughs> Me too. And what I love about these is these are all forms of recurring revenue. Some of them you can launch within 24 hours. Some of them take a little bit longer. So, um, that's absolutely you know, what I would love to focus this next summit on is bring together all of, you know, bring together all of these wonderful minds to talk about how they've taken this type of recurring revenue and made it work for their business. So I'm hoping to have membership owners and again, software providers and, um, yeah, a whole bunch of different stuff. Members, masterminds. I'm so interested in masterminds because I've never been a part of one, but I've heard they're amazing. So <laughs> I would love to hear more about mastermind. So I'm excited to pull together um, people who I've, I've seen people start using uh, many chat 
product as a recurring revenue, which I think is super cool. Cause that's, uh, there's a, there's another blogger out there who uses, she creates, she's created kind of like this, um, digital coach. So every week I get a little thing in my Facebook inbox that says, you have a new time, you have, you have a new little coaching session so I can log into the page, but it's a recurring revenue. I, I, I pay for it every single month. So I absolutely love these things. I think that they're super, super cool. And I can't wait to build a whole summit after that. So yeah, we've got the summit coming up. Um, and then from there, I just, Oh, I, I do. I plan on right now. It's an evergreen membership right now. Everything is open, but we're always in the mood to Guinea pig. So I think, <laughs> I think what we're going to try to do is by the time the next summit comes around, the sense of urgency is going to be more about the summit or the, um, the membership is closing it door, its doors for a little bit. Cause I do want to focus on that organization inside of the membership a little bit more focus on the members. And, um, I, yeah, I want to see how it all works. So it's going to be an experiment. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I look forward to hearing how that goes for you. Yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so if somebody wants to check out the site, then where's the best place for them to find you? Yeah, you can go to uncorkyourdork.com, which is the main website and blog. Uh, there are links all over the place to the membership right there. But you can also uh, check out the membership at wambambusinessplan.com. Awesome. And yeah, as I said before, I love your branding. So it's, it's well worth anybody <laughs> going just to take a look at that. Um, and yeah, well, it's been a pleasure speaking to you, Tara, and hearing more details about the membership. I love what you're doing. And I really appreciate you sharing that journey with us. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. This has been an absolute blast. That's all folks. Big thank you to Terra for sharing the details of the Wham Bam business plan membership with us. I love that Terra has continued to test things as her membership grows and how she's been utilizing challenges and summits to keep her membership momentum. I also love that Terra has invited ex-members back into her community and uses this as a way to increase not just goodwill, but re-signups of members who have either cancelled or paused. It's certainly not an approach that many membership site owners take, but it's clearly working well. If you'd like to see more from Terra, then check out her site at uncorkyourdork.com and be sure to keep an eye out for her October Recurring Revenue Summit too. If you'd like the transcript or show notes from this episode, then head on over to themembershipguys.com slash btm19 and also let me know your takeaways over in the free Membership Mastermind Facebook group at talkmemberships.com. As always, thank you for listening and thank you again to Terra for joining me on today's episode. See you next week. If you've enjoyed today's episode of Behind the Membership, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Membersite Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Membersite Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discount perks and tools and a supportive active community to help you along the way with feedback encouragement and advice the member site academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start manage and grow a successful membership website so check it out at membersiteacademy.com